Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. I think it's pretty safe to say we all agree we need to avoid a government shutdown. The speaker was optimistic that they'll be able to move forward first with the four bills. And um, under no circumstances does anybody want to shut the government down. Well, we know what happens uh, if that happens. The Republicans are going to take the blame because it seems like that's what always happens, regardless of who's refusing to budge on border issues or whatever the case may be. Jared Halpern's covering this for Fox News Radio this morning. Jared, how are you? I am well. How are you? I'm doing all right. So clock is ticking, right? 48 hours or so? Yeah, they've got until Friday, at least for a partial government shutdown. The way this has been set up over the last couple of uh, CRs, these, these short-term continuing resolutions, is uh, kind of breaking up the uh, the spending bills. So there would be a partial shutdown of uh, several departments on Friday. The rest of the government would be shut down uh, the following Friday if they can't reach an agreement. But as you just heard from uh, the Senate uh, minority leader there, the, the top Senate Republican, Mitch McConnell, there is a, a lot of confidence that they're going to be able to avoid that. Um, I think what you're probably going to see is another, at least for a, a few days or maybe a week or so, another kind of CR, kind of reset the deadlines. Uh, House Republican leaders say they are working on the appropriations bills. There's confidence they're going to get those done, but they want to give members time to, to digest it, time to read it, time to uh, kind of let it work through its process. And, and they simply are not going to have time to do that between now and Friday, right? And so I think that's probably uh, what is shaping up. So that is what everybody at least agreed to uh, in that meeting with the president. What apparently they did not agree on uh, was how quickly to move forward on Ukraine aid. Obviously, the Senate has done that, right? They passed that $92 billion uh, foreign aid bill, money for Ukraine, money for Israel, money for Taiwan. Um, you know, Senator Schumer said that everybody in that room, the president, the vice president, uh, congressional leaders, all kind of stressed to the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, uh, that they need to take this up urgently right away. The CIA director uh, presented an assessment to to uh, congressional leaders about uh, the dire situation that, that Ukraine is finding itself in is it is now running out of ammunition, running out of artillery. Um, coming out of that meeting, we heard from the Speaker of the House. He said that um, the House is going to figure out a way to move forward on uh, that aid, uh, but at the same time said that the focus has to be primarily 
um, and and with a priority on the border. And he wants uh, border uh, security taken care of. That is a big source of frustration from the White House because they say that they had this Senate agreement that would have put in these brand new enforcement measures as it relates to asylum. And uh, they say that that was broken up because of House leadership kind of capitulating to the pressure of former President Trump. So uh, while there was a lot of agreement on keeping the government open, there was not a lot of agreement on two other big pressing matters, which is Ukraine funding and uh, border provisions. I, I understand, Jared, this is Kim, by the way. I understand they want to avoid a partial shutdown. I don't want that either. But, I mean, how many times can they just keep passing these CRs and kicking the can down the road? And just indefinitely? I mean, yeah. They, they, they've been doing it for a long time because they haven't been able to, to pass uh, appropriations bills. And, by the way, the issue that they're having with appropriations bills is largely in the House of Representatives because the margin is so slim for uh, House Republicans that – uh, they've even had trouble kind of agreeing to to even Republican only spending plans. Right. And so that is one of the challenges here facing uh, Mike Johnson is, one, he has certainly a lot of kind of political pressure. We saw what happened to his predecessor and Kevin McCarthy with kind of these bipartisan spending agreements. Uh, but you also have, uh, you know, a governance issue here where a very small number of uh, Republicans, whether they are moderates, whether they are uh, sort of the, the Freedom Caucus uh, conservative flank uh, can hold an yeah. awful lot of sweat in this, pre- in, in this process and kind of gum up the works. And that's been one of the challenges for, for House Republicans here and one of the reasons we have some of these continuing resolutions. J- Jared, you, you've been up there for a while. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but isn't it true that during the Obama, the eight years of the Obama administration, there was never a budget? D- didn't they always just do continuing resolutions and or omnibus no, bills? Well, we're talking about two different things. So a budget and, and a, a and a spending bill are different things. Um, there was I, I don't believe President Obama ever had one of his budget proposals passed. Few presidents do, but there certainly were, were appropriations bills. There were certainly, um, you know, and you, there were appropriations bills during Trump. There were appropriations bills uh, during Biden for a time, um, but. There are also a lot of continuing resolutions, and sometimes you get these things that are kind of half continuing resolutions and half appropriations bills. They, they extend some and have cuts for others. Uh, you'll recall a lot of this was set up uh, in the Obama administration during that um, uh, that, that issue oh, with the uh, kind of the, the budget deal, right, the yeah. super committee, I think it's called, right? And yeah. so um, they've been trying to ratchet some of that back. This is something that, that challenges every administration, and again, one of the hard parts is – uh, we have divided government in this country, and people have to come to the table and agree. And that's hard to do in the best of times. It's even harder to do in an election year. So, so they said they were confident. Um, I guess that has <laughs> to mean a continuing resolution because they're not— I don't I'm, think they have anything else before Friday. Yeah, yeah, probably not. That's true. All right. Jared Halpern, I appreciate the information, my friend. Thank you. Sure thing. Abs- yeah. Absolutely, yeah. The, I mean, the most ridiculous thing about all of this is, is when they came out of the— and the administration tried to blame Trump for the immigration bill failing. Yeah, because that, they said, what, that the, the Republicans are just loyal to him and following his marching orders? That he has that much influence yeah. on the House Freedom Caucus. My, I, I don't know that that's true. That doesn't mean he didn't influence their their position on immigration over the years. But I, I don't believe that the ones that are against that bad deal 
we're against it just because Donald Trump is against it. It doesn't fix the problem. And Joe Biden is going to be at the United States border tomorrow. And he could he could before he leaves to to uh, shuffle his way out to the helicopter, he could go in and reinstate all of the executive orders that Donald Trump had in effect for the border, the stay in Mexico policy, all of these things. And it would begin to fix the problem without any movement from from Congress whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So this is just a false flag argument on their part. Uh, They could fix this without Congress. And if they'd split up these bills uh, and add a little more money in spending for the Border Patrol, they could fix this. They could fix it tomorrow. Yeah. They don't want to. He's clearly in denial about that. He says he can't do anything without Congress acting. But but this whole thing with with the CR, the, the it's so convoluted, you know, it's like I'd like to think that I'm up on politics, but even this is hard for me to follow sometimes. Just understanding all the nuances of it and how it's it, structured. And it's crazy. You know, and I would I, I know Jared is Jared's been covering things up there for a long time. I think I'm right about that. I believe that during that they, they pretty much abandoned regular process during the Obama years. They 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 didn't ever pass regular 12 appropriations bills like they're supposed to, most of it was a continuing resolution, which just allowed the same overspending to continue, which is what's been driving conservatives, fiscal conservatives, crazy so for you, years. So to his point, I mean, and that was the question I asked, because, again, I don't understand all this, is you just keep passing those and it, it doesn't it matter. This, so in other words, when they pass the last continuing resolution, we're still under the spending levels set Fourth by Nancy Pelosi right. before she left House leadership because nothing has been set in stone. It's just like a fixed. temporary. It's more or less yeah. like a placeholder That's to get to buy us some time. Pretty much, yeah. we just kick the can down the road. All oh, the time. politics! Oh, Congress! How we love you so. Ah, uh, yes. Get more at ninety seven one talk Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.